Welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language. This, the 314th episode of our existence. Can you possibly believe it? He doesn't speak Spanish. He speaks Italian and a little bit of Deutsch. We got a guest on the show today. His name is Simon Severino, and he works with all kinds of companies, and they do what's called a sprint, where you try to double your revenue in 90 days. Uh, and so this sort of thing, I'm not going to lie to you, I, my my mind, it automatically rejects concepts like this. It goes, uh, and it's, uh, you know, but uh, he is on client 160 something. They've been in business for four years. So there's a lot of track record goodness associated with that. I'm going to have a lot of hard questions for Simon Severino today. So I'm really excited for this interview to get started uh, because at the end of the day, the people that you are trying to get to double their revenue, they have to do this work. You know what I'm saying? So at a certain point, the people that you talk to are going to have to do this. What are the strategies? What are the methods? What will he share with us on the show? I don't know because he can't give away all the good information, but he can give away some of the good information. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, it's going to be a good one. Welcome to Marketing in Foreign Language, Simon Saberito. Hello, excited to be here and talk foreign languages with you. Yeah, that's right. Well, I speak Mandarin and Spanish, and so we only connect on English. Wow. I was in a restaurant once where they were cooking Chinese with Spanish. So you would have wok and chorizo in it. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful synergy. Um, it, I was just talking to this woman uh, server at this vegan sushi place I go to. And uh, she, I was talking to her. I was like, what? oh, you speak Spanish? She's like, just the bad words. <laughs> so same thing. The China, they just pick up on just the... The horrifying words. Um, so, okay, let's get into it because I am really uh, interested in your service. Um, so when we're talking about one-to-one -one coaching, 90-day sprint, um, you'd mentioned that agencies, and maybe this is everyone you work with, you'll have to tell me, there's a $35,000 minimum per month of gross, I assume, revenue in order to be able to do the one-to-one -one coaching. Why that number? It seems arbitrary. It was arbitrary when I picked it 70 years, uh, 17 years ago. I'm 41, so, and I'm, I'm 18 years in, in, in doing consultancy. And 17 years ago, I, I had to pick a number arbitrarily to define traction. So when can you say that your agency has traction? And, you know, traction is when people pick stuff up from your hands. They just pull it from your hands. Give me more. Give me more. And so I had to come up with a number because I wanted to differentiate numerically. And I said, let's make it 35K. 35K per month. If you're an agency, you're doing 35K per month. You have market validation. The market wants it and takes it. And it was an arbitrary number. Now, 17 years later, that number has validated itself. It's, it's really kind of 30, 35 uh, MRR or, or revenue is really what what tells you, okay, we are onto something. The market says yes. Not just the concept is a yes. The market says yes, and that's a difference. And I wanted to, to have a numeric mark for that difference because it's different things that you have to do as an entrepreneur before or after. So before you have to explore, 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 uh, and find an, an offer that converts. So it's proof of offer, proof of offer, proof of offer, and then deliver, 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 get your 10 testimonials. And now you are in the next stage. 
you cannot do more of it. You have found one offer that converts. It's, it's either reducing the time of somebody or increasing the revenue of somebody or some form of, of problem solving that you have found. Now it's about scaling it. And scaling means hiring, removing yourself as the bottleneck and working on the business, not in the business. Yeah. Different problems totally. to solve. Yeah. So I think for the, the vast majority of listeners, they're probably in that, like, I don't have $35,000 a month in revenue. Like, I, I don't. I don't think I realize because I project my life onto the, onto others, which is a silly thing to do, but I do that a lot. Um, uh, most people aren't even in the ballpark of that. And so you had mentioned that for those folks, you have like a Tuesday sort of group call thing. Yeah, we have a three months program, the Tuesday sessions. It's a group coaching and it's the kicker to get them to 35K. So the goal of that 12 weeks program is we get you to 35K per month. Because it's a very specific set of things that you have to do. And especially it's about not doing many, many things. So if you are below 35K, don't do Clubhouse. Don't hang out on social media. It's not the time to do that. There are three things that you need to do to get to 35K. And, uh, and we will focus on them. Three strategies, three habits, three numbers. And we can go directly there. Yeah, it's yeah. For me, like I don't know what works for a lot of the folks. For me, it was networking. Uh, as an agency, for speaking from the agency perspective, I had to get in front of the same people over and over and over again, thirty times, sixty times, ninety times, for them to finally be like, okay, let's give this kid a chance, do the work. They start referring people, and it grows from there. So for me, BNI, just that networking group was pretty much the only thing that's worked over all these years, to be honest with you. And then you get, you know, referrals from different sources and whatever. And I learned the hard way that just throwing employees into BNI chapters doesn't work. It didn't work for me anyway. And I, it's not like I did it once or twice. I did it 15 times. I put people all over the nation in BNI chapters and I had one successful person because their behavior in a networking group is so vastly different. The other problem I may have faced was that um, I expected them to do operations, right? So account management, that sort of thing, and the sales as well. Um, I had one other experience. There was a, a woman that worked for a company I used to work for where all she did was networking, and she did really, really well. So I'm starting to think that maybe that's the next big move for my company is getting someone dedicated to just networking. But I've been developing partners, and that's sort of working um, I develop partnerships using this show, for example. Um, and uh, that's been interesting. So what do you say for the 35Kers? What, what, what do they mostly get wrong when they're trying to scale? Doing too many things and doing the wrong things. So the first three strategies before you are at 35K are increasing your frequency by 25% wherever you are right now, increasing the frequency by 25%. And networking is part of that, but networking takes too long. I wouldn't do it before 35K. It, in, but it's about creating conversations and creating contact points, as you, as you said, many contact points. It takes eight to 15 contact points before you close a B2B complex sales deal like agencies have. So you have to create these eight, eight to 14 contact points and ideally in two weeks uh, and um, so that you can intensify the relationship. And uh, we have one of the 274 tactics that we share with our clients is the RBS, Relationship Building Sequence. 
series of emails that you send and email day one sends you to something. Oh, I did something for you. It's on LinkedIn. Come on. Uh, tell me what you think. And then day two is, hey, I have created something for you. It's on YouTube. Come on. Tell me what you think. And then day three and day four, etc. So at day six, they have six contact points. Even when they stop working, they, they take their iPad and they go, ah, finally, the day is over. Now, let me watch some YouTube. Oh, look, there's Simon there. Oh, it's this funny guy I was talking to today. What? Oh, was he, what is he doing? So you have created these 8 to 15 contact points in two weeks using video, using different platforms. And it works all the time. And it's scalable. It never goes on holiday. The RBS works when you sleep, has, has never holidays, gets never COVID. It's quite reliable, right? It's your best salesperson. So that's one, one of the 274 tactics that we share in frequency, because frequency is about get, building up this volume and intensifying that. Podcast is something that works in terms of frequency. It's just longer. Uh, and then also the upsell and the cross-sell. Upsell starts with the wow at the very beginning. And I can tell you case, case studies, how we moved the wow from being after two months to being in the first three days so that you lose less people at the beginning. Because at the beginning, there are a couple points, even they are interested, but you might lose that. And so it's about engineering that part for the frequency. And then also cross-selling. And cross-selling can mean that you bring your clients together into a small mastermind, which means, okay, they came for the problem, but they stay for the community, for example, because others right. had all this problem and now they're bonding. And now you have a cross-selling. Uh, or a retainment system on top of that. So 25% increase the frequency. And whenever somebody asks you, hey, do you want to come with me on Clubhouse and talk about that? Check if it really increases the frequency. Otherwise, say no. When <laughs> you're talking about... I say no because it doesn't increase the frequency. Do you have headphones? Yeah, you're getting headphones. like a little bit of a... Something happened to your microphone where there's an echo happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't right now. Okay. okay. Um, I will um, deal I with will the echo. With the so, echo. so, shoot, that echo is really rough. Um, let me think if I can talk through this echo. Okay. So, when you say frequency, you're talking about the number of points that you have contacted that person. Is that what frequency means? Yes, frequency is the time from awareness to closing. Frequency is how can you intensify the 8 to 15 contact points so that they don't happen in eight months, but in two weeks? So you are doing the work of intensification of these 15 points in as compact as a time zone as you can. And so, when it comes to the, when it comes to the, what do you call it? That sort of system of here are these things that I've outlined for you in those two weeks. Is it one system or do you customize it for every person? Yeah, you have to customize it, but we have modules pre-built. Like we have the onboarding module. We have how to create a mastermind module. We have many modules. And, and then you have to customize for the context, for the maturity level, and for also for the being, it must be authentic. It must it must be something that is true to you. And then you pick it, and and you can implement it faster. 
And so that initial touch that you get with someone, is it is it uh, sort of like LinkedIn outreach where you find someone who's a potential customer? Does it start with Google ads or paid ads? How do you get that first sort of lead generation? LinkedIn is one of the 274 tactics. PPC is also one of the 274 tactics. We start with strategy, three strategies, and then client picks the tactic that they find most realistic for their context and that they will execute most. Those many tactics can work, but first you have to get the strategy right. So mapping out your business, how do you do right now awareness, engagement, making 80% ready to buy, how do you close? You map them up. How do you upsell, retain? We map, we map it out. And then we go through the 274 tactic and say, okay, which one fits here for you right now? Because you are really good at engaging them, but you only have 7% clicking. Do you see that? So we need a tactic that closes this gap this week. And we, we pull from the 274 of the Sprint University and say, okay, oh, it's this one. It's the call to action uh, that we need to improve. So is are the vast majority of the taxes we're talking about here sales related or do you also touch on operations? Sales operations and marketing. Okay. You so, can never split so, these things. We never split these things. For us, marketing is related to sales and plays a role in sales. Sales is related to operation, plays a role in operation. Because for example, the first buy is done by the sales team. But really, the first upsell is done by the operations team. They don't know it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't call it that way. But if they do a bad job, there is no second buy. No, that's so absolutely they are like really all interrelated. Okay, so okay, there's so Google ads, there's LinkedIn, Google ads, ads LinkedIn, LinkedIn ads, Facebook ads, and networking. Are you asking your folks to spend money on advertising in order to get those initial leads? Not, before, not below 35K, zero spending. Zero. Uh, you you are finding out what works, and you have to find that out organically. Later, when you have a machine that converts every single lead into dollars, this is when we will spend the first dollar. Not before. Otherwise, you put water into a leaky bucket, and water just leaks out. Okay. You have to create a machine first. And below 35K, you don't have a machine. You don't, you know, you need to build a machine first. So we simplify things. And then we just say, okay, what will increase the frequency? Emails. Um, what, what do we pull from that, from the tactics? Then we go to conversion rate. What can improve the conversion rate by 25%? Because if you improve by 25% frequency, conversion rate, and price, you will have improved the revenue by 99%. It compounds. And that's what you want to have. This way you might jump from 17K per month to 36. Uh, this can work. And uh, when, you, when you increase the conversion rate, that is about the call itself. Usually it's a Zoom call in agencies where two or three, two or three calls. A, a soft call and then a harder demo and a, a closing call, probably. Most people do it in two in two calls. And so we ask them to record a Zoom recording and we give them feedback. And we say, look, uh, here you talked about the price. It was too early. Look, look at her body language, how she reacted there. Uh, you didn't explore the pain enough before you went into the solution. Or 
you you had a ton of empathy and she loves you etc but she will never buy if you don't push you have to push in the last five minutes you you have to push towards your goal so we will find the pattern that uh, that is the specific pattern of this person and then we will help them improve the technique and so that's how you you increase the closing rate in percentage mm -hmm. and then the third thing is to increase the price usually agencies have a bad pricing model both the timing of the pricing is wrong the way they price it by day or by hour that's wrong uh, uh, charging per month absolutely wrong and uh, and so we have to fix all of these things and also raise the price by 25 percent. there are eight things that we need to do uh, and then we can increase the price by 25% and people will say yes. So what charging model, what do, charging you like? model do you like? The best charging model is upfront, upfront payment, the whole thing. Package it into 90 days, 60 days, uh, some, some form of packaging. Let's say, for example, you do a 75 days cycle of work. You tell them exactly what they get after 75 days and you charge the full amount up front before anybody goes into a cap. So 10 years ago, I would say, you have to pay me before I go into the cap. And the cap meant that I take a cab to the airport and then I fly to their city. Now we don't fly, but it's still, it's an upfront payment and uh, there is no Zoom meeting. There is no kickoff call if they don't pay. And, and the, the full, in our case, 90 days package is paid up front. Hmm. And this creates for you, the agency owner, a much better cash flow. You, you, you can rely, now you can, you, now you can plan expenses, otherwise you cannot. Should we take the, the cool fancy software or the cheap software? I don't know. I don't know the cash flow. Should we hire a, an SDR? I don't know. I don't have a steady cash flow. <laughs> Should we hire somebody that does cold calling? I don't know. I don't know my budget. Because if you charge at the end of the month and then you have the delays, the usual delays of a couple of days, you don't have a reliable cash flow. And then you have a, a lot of problems because how do you decide what to source and uh, who to hire and when to hire? And these are yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. I've been very yeah, fortunate been very that fortunate I don't have problems with cash flow. I do charge at the beginning of the month and I do retainer, um, which works uh, incredibly well. I talk to people who own web design companies. I feel bad for them. Web design is a portion of our overall revenue, but it drives in a market. Someone wants a website, now we can do all that sort of stuff. So that works for us. I think my primary point or pain point is. Is just lead generation, is just lead you know, because again, you know, spent money again, in Google Ads, money in LinkedIn, Google Ads, all that sort of thing. Once someone once is in the funnel, in I feel the like our percentage close like rate is really strong. Rate is really strong. Um, and I have um, someone on the team who's the former director of uh, marketing at Stations Casinos, super smart. Her close rate is incredibly good. So the sales is there. It's just a matter of getting qualified leads. I think that's where we struggle most. And sometimes it's easier to work in the back end, the upsell, for example. Let's say you have 16 clients and they have all similar topics, similar marketing problems. What if it, it would be easier instead of chasing 16 new clients to say, okay, you came for the website, but you might stay for the community. 
because you know our style now and uh, we, you resonate with this with this style. Look, other 15 people have the same problem and they also resonate with this style and they are talking about everything around their website. They are talking maintenance, they are talking webinars, they are talking how to integrate it with the CRM, everything that is around that, that, that we don't do, but you can talk with them. And, and you might say, okay, it's, it's 2K per year and you can be in our mastermind. And so, and, and it's a peer-driven thing, for example. I'm just brainstorming right now, but that's, that's what we do with our clients. We try to find out different ways. So if lead gen is hard, maybe it's easier to increase the lifetime value than just to chase new people. Because chasing new people is usually, it's a lot of effort and uh, it might be even expensive. And, uh, and it's not that easy. It's very competitive. Everybody's in the internet chasing for clients right now. So maybe there is a smarter way, one that is different, is more fresh, is more true to you. And then, so that's the first thing that we try to do. And um, of course, a very good way is to show your soul. The more you show the soul of the company, and that is done very well via podcasts, via videos, where you can really show what you're about, like you're doing. That is the best filter. Content is the best filter because then we know, oh, these guys, they stand for this and they don't stand for that. They would never do that. That's not who they are. Uh, they, this, is how they, this is how they run things. This is how they carry themselves. And then you have a much better filtering system because the most important thing at the beginning is to filter out the wrong clients. Mm. Many people take on too many clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we uh, yeah. we've been through you know a couple of gauntlets and and obviously like not everyone listening to this owns an agency. I just like having this conversation because obviously you've spoken with people that own agencies and gone through this this sort of thing. Um, yeah, we we really just uh, we're at a point now where I'm very confident in our ability to produce once we have folks and we're growing through warm referrals, which is obviously the best possible way um, to get a lead as someone recommending you. That's always nice. We've incentivized folks that currently work with us to bring us leads. And then I've talked with a lot of like PR companies, SEO people who just do SEO, web development companies that just do web development. And we talk about referral programs. How can we bring each other business, do all this sorts of stuff. And and I'm not selling hamburgers over here. You know, I'm asking you to hire my team. And so, as you mentioned before, that B2B environment definitely is... What's the word to describe it? It uh, takes more touches, more frequency, as you mentioned. Yes. One of the tactics that runs really well, and it builds on what you said at the beginning, that networking works so well for you. Mm -hmm. One of these tactics is what we call the referral teams, build referral teams. And I was inspired by the BNI tradition. And, um, and even Meissner really was a master at it create the space where people come together and start referring to each other. But I wanted a solution which is uh, not geographical. I don't care about people, around, about businesses just because they are near me. You know, I don't care about somebody who is selling flowers just because they are in the same city as I am. I care much more about the right partner in, in Norway and one in Shanghai and one in San Francisco. That's better for me. Um, if it's the right partner. So I wanted to have something that is 
uh, across the globe. That doesn't take a lot of time because some concepts, they want you to have the whole Monday or whatever. I don't have time for this. <laughs> so it must be lean in terms of time commitment. And uh, this, we need to have the same target group, same target group and different offer. So, oh, you are also selling to the, so the business owner of a small business. Fine, we should talk. And, um, and so what I did is I created my own referral team group. I called it the Joint Venture Club. I put together my, at the beginning, it was my five affiliate partners. I say, hey, what about we meet every month and we, we talk about projects and we, we learn and we improve? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. And then it was 25 and I, start, I started charging money and now we are 64 and it costs 2K per year. And it's amazing. And it's a whole referral team. When I go out with a book, I have 64 people promoting it. When they go uh, and launch something, they have 63 people promoting it. So we do uh, email swap. We write email copy for each other and then they send it in their, in their list and I send it in my list. I started with one per month. So I would promote one partner per month in my list. They would promote me in their list because my list was tiny when I started. It was 3,000 people. And so, and then it worked and the list was built because these are now filtered warm leads. They trust you because, oh, oh, you come from Peter. I love Peter's emails. And he says that Simon is a cool guy. So I will talk to Simon. I come with some trust. And from monthly, then I went to uh, bi-weekly. And so I had 12 affiliate partners in the first year and then 24. And now I'm doing it weekly. I have 48 affiliate partners and that's my referral team. That's beautiful. That's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah, what you want. Exactly and for those of you that are listening and wondering, you know, um, how you get to that, well, it's just an assignment. It takes a while. <laughs> you got to start. You got to grow it. It's just like planting positive seeds inside your head. Um, it's uh, it's not something that happens overnight. But um, I think I think the foundation of what you're talking about here is that you have a love for right. You love spending time with people. You want the people around you to be successful. And um, this is an outflowing of that sort of general principle that you have. Um, on a foundation um, level. Is, is that accurate? Many people would say that yes. And I, I like I like conversations like this one. And I like, of course, sharing what works and what doesn't. This is how I grow. This is how my network grows. Yes. Yeah. So a lot yeah, of, so you know, there's a lot of like Instagram, lot of Instagram feeds where you can get motivational, you can get this, motivational and that, this and that and, and uh, you know, sort and, of get pumped up. But at the end of the day, are you talking, are you to, people talking to people that have your best, have interest, your best in interest in mind? Are you developing, Are you developing real, developing actual human actual relationships with other people? With other the internet's people. an incredible tool, and it can, tool. It can be used in a million different ways. And so now that's the big takeaway for me. And Simon's a wealth of information. So Simon, I want to make sure folks have an opportunity to understand where to go, how to work with you. Why don't you tell them all that information? Yeah, we hang out at strategiesprints.com, and you will find the some some of the tools 15 16 of the tools that, that that we use are open source you can grab them there and use them and you will you will find us on facebook we have a, a facebook group with 990 people and you, you find me on instagram you find me everywhere strategiesprints.com all right check it out strategiesprints.com right, are you the host of a podcast 
I am. I run now two podcasts. What are, are they called? What are, strategy sprints. Strategy sprints. Yeah, one is called strategy sprints. One is called Simon Severino. Okay, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Look no further than uh, Simon Severino and Strategy Sprints. Um, if you have any questions for Simon after the fact, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, just shoot me an email, info at senderrising.com. If you're on YouTube.com forward slash senderrising, leave a comment, any questions you have for Simon. Final words of wisdom from Simon. Go ahead. Thank you, everybody. Keep rolling. All right, we'll talk to you all later. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye.